This podcast is being brought to you by IDon'tDoClubs.com. Founded in 2011 by Janice Jamila, I Don't Do Clubs is an online community that specializes in social experiences for black professionals. Again, IDon'tDoClubs.com and at IDon'tDoClubs on IG. Indulge in a cup of fine Hennessy and apple juice and take heed to some real shit. Yep, yep. You're in the Hen and Apple Juice podcast. I go by the name of that boy, DJ Ace Boone. I got my lovely co-host with me. Fire Angelou. I'm yeah. Here, I'm here. I'm Man, we, we here on fire. My dog. I see what you did there. You see what I did? I'm already turned up. No liquor, though, but I'm turned. Yeah. Um. Let's get right into it. Fire, tell the people how they can follow us. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter, hen underscore apple juice. Uh-huh. Follow us on Facebook, the hen and apple juice podcast. That's where we at, people. We've been there. Yep, yep. You can follow me on that Snapchat at aceboom01 and on IG and Twitter. All the same thing at aceboom01. Yeah, um, not the same thing for me, but Twitter <laughs> and Instagram. Hey, shout out to my new logo, okay? Anyway, my new, uh, is it called logo? That's what it's called. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Twitter and Instagram, Fire Angelou, Snapchat, M-I underscore Shell 32. Straight like that. Yeah. Big shout out to my dog, Fire Angelou. Make sure you follow her. Of course, I just told you how you can follow me. Uh, as always, man, it feels good to be back doing what we love to do. Um, but first, man, we are coming off two incredible weekends. Absolutely Man. phenomenal weekends, and we just want to say thank you uh, to everyone who celebrated with us for our launch party in CIAA, which we thought was fucking on tilt. Man, but thought it this, couldn't get any better than Nigga, that. but this past Saturday. Movie. At La Vie was absolutely insane. That shit Man. was fucking... Man, it was just crazy. So we really just want to say thank you for our... Thank you to all the juicers out there who came out to support us. So many people. It was so many. <laughs> it's like I knew people were listening, but there were people there who I did not know listen. Yeah, for sure. And like, listen, not yeah. like a casual, I put it on my Like podcast. niggas, they knew like, topics they of conversation. They want to talk about, they want yeah. to follow up with things. Straight up. So much love. Absolutely like, dope, man. Um, that shit was just epic, man. We, we had a wonderful time. The live podcast was dope. Yeah. Um, right after that, it was only like nine o'clock and niggas would just kept coming. And so I was a little nervous <laughs> at first cause I was late and I was like, Oh man, you know, we supposed to start the live podcast at seven 30. Yeah, I get I dropped up at the door at seven 27. I'm like, yeah. I can't be late to my own shit. Sure. Walk in. I was like, Oh God, maybe no one's coming. I don't know why everybody RSVP. I was cool the whole time. It, no, I get, you know, I get antsy. And I, I was you. like, there's so much traffic. People going to just be like, fuck it. Yeah. Then people just started coming. They just started coming in, in droves. In droves. When you said, are you ready? I'm like, I'm good. Like I was kind of lit for yeah. some reason. That liquor was coming through me. Yeah, it was a good time. Shout out to LaVie, man. Hey, shout man. Big shout out to LaVie. So what we're going to do is shout out to all our vendors one more time. Bobby Trendsetter, Trendsetter Events, Trendy Events, ATL. That's on IG. Cat mm-hmm. Harper at CatHarperPhotography.com. Same thing on IG. Uh, Red Carpet Express, my man Khalil, for doing that wonderful step and repeat. And I got that banner, so we're going to use that motherfucker again. Yeah, find a reason. <laughs> as many times <laughs> as we possibly can. And, of course, man, we got to shout out LaVie. 
Um, big big shout out to my dog Will Hill, my frat brother. And uh, sounds like we got we got kind of an open invite to to try to do something uh, once a month. So uh, yeah, that shit gonna jump for the summer. I hope that works out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll try to coordinate that, make it a little better. And I will I will be beside myself if I did not shout out to me one of the best DJs in Georgia, my nigga CJ the DJ. Man, he put on an absolute show. Man, it, it was it was like. It was like some of the shit he was doing. What what did we say he blended together? Was it uh, it's, uh, Montel Jordan? This is how you do the it? The Montel Jordan and the Fetty and the Wap. Fetty Wap. Nigga. My mind blew up. It was almost like, what the fuck? My head exploded. I, nigga. I just started screaming. And I was like, where the hell? I'm like, shout out to DJ Empress Rob for showing up. And I'm looking at her like, do you do you see? Do you hear this? Nigga. I was like, man. Even people who don't DJ was like, how the fuck? What the fuck? This nigga went in. Talented. He he put on a show. I, Shout out to him. But man. that's why you you go after you know you go after the good stuff to to represent your yeah. event well. And so that's why I, I definitely I knew what I was getting. So I, we we made it a point um to make sure we brought uh CJ uh from Savannah to Atlanta and he, it was just amazing he man. Out. He, it was a line outside Levee. They uh-huh. had to hold a line because there were too many people too on many. the inside. It was crazy. Like, I was just like, this is, this man. is crazy. It was like Georgia Southern, Savannah State, man. just Atlanta. It was just Atlanta, Everybody. man. It was, we had an absolute great time. If you wasn't there, I, I don't know what to say, man. The pictures, keep this in mind. So the, the, the photographer was there only two hours. So you only get a glimpse of yeah. what really what really transpired throughout the night. Yeah. And I'm a firm believer when people are having the most fun, those things do not get those documented. Those things do not get you documented. Don't have time. You like don't. If, if you go out and everybody's, you know, you got pictures from the night, that means everybody had a moderate yeah. time. But if you had a blast, like we had a blast, Man. you get dark glimpses on Nigga. Snapchat. And that's I was it. trying to Snapchat, but I kept getting and when when CJ texted me, it was like, Man, let's let's do this. I already knew what time it was. It was yeah. time for that stick talk because that's my shit. About to fuck this cash up. Man. New yeah. Absolutely. Um, Crazy. Absolutely lit. So uh, big shout out to all our juicers out there, man. We appreciate y'all. We thank y'all for rocking with us. Uh, we got we got some big things in store. We're going to really try to um, try to expand and grow this thing and get our listens. So it's going to it's going to mean a lot to us if you could tell somebody to tell somebody to tell somebody uh about uh about our podcast and again we're not based on pop culture we're just kind of based on everyday life and and our perspective and that's the angle we're going to continue to take uh i do just want to mention that i got a good call from my i always say uh guy talk sometimes could be taboo because sometimes guys don't like to hey i'm proud of you Mm -hmm. or that type of deal but you know, uh, I think I got a very good good group of friends who will, who are willing to say that at any cost. But my brother Eddie called me today, uh, just basically telling me, you know, good job. He was proud of me, uh, and I sent him some money for his wedding that they never cashed. Mm-hmm. So I was just interested. We started talking about that, like, damn, you, you ain't want to cash my check, you know? What I mean? Right. And he was like, nigga, if I would have got a check, that bitch would have been gone. Oh, so, it just didn't so I, I, yeah, that shit just got lost in transit. So I got to cancel some money. Uh, canceled uh, put a stop payment on that but anyway man big shout out to my dog uh eddie gresham man he, he's fiending to get on so we might give him 15 minute platform we to, have to to say what he gotta say i love opinionated people and uh 
and he has a lot of and hard nose, hard yeah. nose opinions. He is doesn't matter yeah. how he feels. How, and the thing I like to have conversations with him because he actually listens. Sometimes yeah. talking to people who have a lot of opinions, sure, it's like talking to a brick wall. You're yeah. like, why am I wasting my breath? I got you. But he's educated, informed, good people. Come on, come on up. I'm fucking with it. You want to take that mic and kind of shift it? Uh, just put it more no, in my no, mouth. Just like turn it here, like that. There you go. All right. So now you're talking directly into it and not on the side. I'm right. I'm here with it. Anyway, man, it's definitely all good again, again, again. Shout out to our juices for celebrating and, uh, and appreciating us and joining us on both of our launch parties, man. We had an epic two weekends yeah. and we're going to try to keep that momentum going. As always, man, we got a great show lined up for you today. Uh, we got a lot of good things in store. Today is going to be a little different. We're just going to have kind of topics of conversation and, of course, we're going to get into that IG follow of the week, uh, blue cheese mix uh, as well. Um, so so that's that. But, man, I, I want to start it off with this. Um, obviously, social media plays a huge part of our lives today. Mm-hmm. I think I get up in the morning, I grab my phone, I go take a shit, and what lengthens my dump process is because I'm on the phone. Looking at IG, mm-hmm. snap. I gotta, you know, shit, pray, DJ Khaled, Snapchat. Okay, it's kind of it's kind of the routine. That's uh, real life. You know, swim through my IG, see what's going on, see what's happening, mm-hmm. and even I'm, I'm even noticing this in which I'm um, I'm considering fasting social media, if that's the proper term. Yeah, you could say fasting. I'm considering fasting social media for 30 to 60 days because I'm finding myself in the midst of my work day easily distracted mm. by things that are taking place. And so um, and I, I'm usually very disciplined on the job. But uh, if something's funny on you IG caught up in it. or if it's a good conversation on group me, I'm done. Yeah, I'm Is done. Group me social media. Yeah. Group okay. me social media. Hmm. I consider group me social media. So all that to say. Has social media ruined uh, dating relationships? Hmm. And I say that because of two things. Now you have the history in front of you. And with typically with relationships, one of the good things about it is the mystery of what used to be there. Mm-hmm. And only slightly hearing about it and saying, okay, that's the past. Yeah. With social media, the history is so documented that you may not be able to move forward on whatever you're trying to accomplish, especially if you're going outside the circle. Right. Which is something I'm a fan of. Which is something you're a fan of. I've really done it, but it seems like it's easier. But, but but then you, if you're outside the circle, the research of it is so easy now. Oh yeah. And you could put two and two together or you can ask a question about a past thing. And then you got reference. Right. You can go look at that thing. And so I'm just thinking, as good as social media is, as great as social media is, I think it can be used for a lot of positive reasons. Has it fucked up dating in this kind of current society and current world? I think so. Because to your point, a part of dating is supposed to be that slow build of getting to know each other. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be that... You know, well, I don't know what he likes to do or sure. what she likes to do in their spare time. Let me ask. Let's let's figure it out together. Let's make new experiences. Now, you know, 
my best friend hates when people do this, but she'll meet a guy and they'll be out and he'll be like, well, what's your Instagram? And now it just, he just, he can skip all the minor getting to know you uh, stuff and he can see, not that she posts a lot on Instagram, but, but it tells a, a story. It tells a story. Now I don't need to ask you what your favorite type of food is. I can see cause you took a picture of this and you like, I'm about to fuck these crab legs up. So now mm. he knows that you like it. So it just kind of, I think it kind of takes the excitement away for some people. They may feel like it just accelerates the process. I can skip all those formalities. I can sub- come up with a theory of who I think you are. And decide to move forward based on that. The formalities are dope, though. That's the part of dating. But some people now, I think, really are awkward and uncomfortable with those formalities. Mm-hmm. And they want to just act like they know somebody already because people are just socially awkward now. Sure. But I think it takes away from some of the fun. So, like, when I first started dating my girlfriend, she mm-hmm. only had, like, 10 pictures on her Instagram. Perfect. And I'm like, oh, this is so fun. It's like, awesome. a, it's yeah. like a surprise box. And yeah. I don't know what's that's, in that's here. That's what I was saying. The mystery of yeah. it. Yeah. I got you. So, um, you know, you know, I don't know because I, I can't speak. I'm, I'm looking at it from a, a different angle, a different perspective. But I, I totally agree with everything you just said and that sometimes the mystery and finding things out for yourself is mm-hmm. cool. But I guess conversely to that, instant gratification is amazing at times. Yeah. So you can skip the small talk, you know, hey, this is going to work. I'm a hit, you know, let's, let's, let's figure this out quickly and get to doing what we're going to do. Bam. That, I mean, that could work as well, but sometimes just that, that process is. I just think it sucks. If say like, unless you're going to be this person that goes back on your page and Mm -hmm. people do this Mm -hmm. and delete pictures ever so often. That's too much time. And, but some people do it because I, I know I'll see a picture on someone's Instagram. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then you go back and look at it and it's not even, they won't even do anything. Yeah. I'm like, why you were walking on the beach. Why you had yeah. to delete that? Because niggas lurking. You know, the lurkers out there. Right. Hey, <laughs> y'all on my IG. I was kind of like a, the ghetto, um, kind of the ghetto, you know, typical 17. You kind of scared the fuck out of me. Did I? You kind of you know hit that slutty Ashley turn. It was like too fast. Oh. You didn't give me a warm up. Don't compare me to slutty Ashley. Speaking of Slutty Ashley, what if you were Slutty Ashley on Instagram uh-huh. and you got like thought ass pictures? Sure. And now you Megan Good it up. You want to change your image. You done found you a nice church, God loving man. And you, but the evidence is still there. Right. So do you go back? Because now if he starts to date you, you're this new person now. I'm not, you know, trying to get not, anybody that found Christ. Sure, sure, sure. But you're this new person now. Unless you're going to go back and delete all your thought ass pictures of, you know, dick prints and shit now he's looking at that and he may write you off too soon true because you've posted that up there i agree i don't know what's even more difficult because ego is more involved with niggas Mm -hmm. when uh, when your homeboy could be like damn i was looking at your girl that's you sure you want to wipe this up you know what i'm saying because the the history is there before outside the circle you had to you had to know somebody to know somebody. It had to be very coincidental. Now, shit, what's a IG? Right. What's a Twitter? What's a Facebook? Did, I mean, oh shit, I remember seeing her on Tinder. It could be mm-hmm. so much to lead to so much. And then the, the thing about social media, it connects people. So now you can see, even on IG now, you can see who's in common or who's following. You can. Yeah. Also, if I go to, like when I go to follow you and the list of people pop up, that's yeah. what we have in common. Yeah. Well, oh. that's who are, are similar people you may not know, you may know. Oh, but okay. if you search someone's name, it'll tell you who else follows them 
that you follow. I did not know that. Yeah. So, but Facebook already did that. Yeah. Twitter does that as well. So, uh, it's all about finding that connecting piece. So, I wanted to get off social media as soon as I quit my job, just because it was about me finding me, and mm. I didn't want to be on Instagram looking at all of my friends who sure. are fucking going to Thailand and going other places that I just can't afford to go. I didn't want to have to be because that's what social media does. Yeah. It creates a frame of comparison, sure, and really fucks people up as to well, maybe I should be doing this. So I was like, let me get off social media. But then we started the podcast, and I was like, yeah. and we were doing pop culture topics, sure, and even on some level, I need to be one episode. That's okay. I still need well, to know what's going news. on. In the world, so, yeah, we did that I still need to know what's going on to talk true. about it. So I was like, if I and I don't have cable, so if I don't have social media, sure. the, we could be in another war, and I wouldn't know anything about it unless someone told me. I totally agree. So I still want to get off of it though, because especially just in the mornings, I well, just, just just run the the, the hen and apple juice page. That still doesn't defeat the purpose. I just had to stop. I had to unfollow people on that page. I, when we first started, uh-huh. I was following everybody who followed us. Sure. So I go on that page and I'd be like, who? What? <laughs> what is this stuff? Hey, and man. it's all like super hey, hotel. Big stuff. shout out to the juices um, that is fire who unfollowed you. Write a comment. I'll try to get you back. Uh, I'll try to get you back on, on the follow list. I, like, I don't want to see this. But. So I don't know. That's just uh, something interesting. That I began to notice about social media and dating. And while we're on the co- uh, topic of conversation with dating, it's, it's interesting at this age. At this age, people are a little older. Mm-hmm. You got a little money. You know, you, you're trying to do right by yourself personally. Mm-hmm. And you want to see the person you're dating or your significant other. Uh, begin to do well as you know as, uh, the same way you are mm-hmm. you want somebody with drive all this other good stuff but in, in dating there there comes a point and i'm not going there well, i hope you're not thinking that i don't know where you go okay uh but there comes a point sometimes where you want to conjoin things to make things simpler one thing is specific is joining your cell phone bill with your significant other. Yeah. Which I have a friend who is adamant about not being on the same cell phone plan as his girlfriend, then girlfriend, now wife. Mm -hmm. I just don't understand it. I don't understand either. Who who in 2016 Mm -hmm. is looking at their bill and dissecting? That's my point. Like when you had minutes and when you had text message limits who that maybe you were going on to see who how many text messages you had coming in and who you was dialing in and out but now that everything is unlimited who in the fuck unless someone stole your phone and you're trying to dissect what calls were made unless you're in a criminal investigation who is going through the list so you're okay with joining things together while you're dating if you're in a serious relationship what's yeah and hey hey man we can save about 70 bucks on this cell phone you want to do this together my old supervisor is mm-hmm. on my cell phone plan oh yeah that shit makes no sense it was the same thought process i was in the pro- i knew at some point i was gonna quit that job uh-huh. so i was like let me reel it back let me reel it back cut off my cable yeah let me see who i can put on my cell phone plan to lower that bill <laughs> so put my mom on she was ending her contract my sure. boss was ending her contract with at&t and i was like hey, you can join this family plan with me and my mom. We can save a lot of money. And so, so who pays moving, the bill? We split it up. 
every month I send a breakdown. This is your bill. This is your bill. This is my bill. Oh, they can do that. Yeah. And so she has her card set up. I said, this is how much you owe this month. She pays it with her card. My mom transfers her money to me. I pay me and her part. It's done. That is extra weird. What about insurance? What? Like car insurance. insurance. Oh, car insurance. For like if we're dating. If you're dating, will you join your car insurance to make it every bundling everything is just more even while you're dating. I don't know about dating. I'm talking I think I wouldn't join anything unless we have a household together. If we're dating and I have my own home and you have your own home, Mm -hmm. I have my own cell phone bill, you have your I just don't I don't unless it's a matter of convenience. Sure. I don't see the point. Like say if I don't know, you're younger and you're dating somebody Mm -hmm. and they have been on their parents' insurance. And now their parents are like, Hey, get the fuck off our insurance. It's time for you to grow your own, you know, get your own shit. Then they were like, no, even still, I'd be like, it's time for you to get your own insurance. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Just go ahead. Grow up a little bit. I got you. I'm not joining any bills and or expenses unless we are in a household together. Unless we're shacking it up. Sure. Or we're married. So, I'm not joining so my wife and I, uh, when we were dating, mm-hmm. I guess all our shit was joined. While y'all were dating? That's dope. Man, you, I would maybe never. you can ask her, but. I don't know the last bill she paid. I'm just trying. She just walked out, but I'm trying to. She's winning. But okay. You hear, I mean, that shit sounds cool, but check this out. Mm -hmm. So we get married. Yeah. And without saying a lot, I was like, we get married. We're, we're one. Let's combine our finances, our finances. Mm -hmm. You know, we need to save a savings account. Um, you know, we we'll have a joint checking account for the bills. Uh, if you want a little personal account, do your thing, and I, I'll do my. I'll run everything through this. And it was like she didn't want to do it. I don't now, understand. Now I I, I I I couldn't understand that for for anything. Like we're willing to do join cars. Yeah. Well, we really join. So that was in my name. But anyway, so we're willing to join cell phones. All this other stuff, insurance we got together. Uh, I have her, even though I just had to take her off a bad driving record. You, she was on your insurance. You took her off. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so as long as the vehicle is insured, you're good to go right. anyway. So. Oh, you took her as a driver. Off. I took her as a driver gotcha. off. But if uh, she gets into a car accident in that vehicle, as long as the vehicle is insured, she's okay. good. Um, but when it came down to the finances. It was she's so hesitant. And I'm just looking like, wait a minute, what I, I couldn't believe like the hesitancy of her not wanting to join uh her finances with me. Yeah, that's weird. And I'm 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 not disclosing anything with regards to my wife's finances or mine, but I had significantly more money than her. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even close. Like, she wanted to maintain her own stuff on that level. Yeah. Like she was like, I don't want. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. What, what are we doing here? Like, do you do know if we put this together, it helps us excel. Like, What was her thought process? I wish she was here. I don't know what the fuck her thought process. Because it still but doesn't she, make sense. But you paid the bills. She just didn't want to have y'all join them. I don't know. You pay her bills and your bills. She doesn't have any bills. I'm saying when y'all were dating. Yeah. But she did not want to. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. So let me let me let me state this. Now, 
when she was dating, of course she was paying her insurance and all that shit. But when it came, when we started living together, hey, we can save a little cheese. Let me, let me, let me twerk this out. You yeah. know, we all going to do this together. You know, I'm going to put it on my end. You know, just nigga, fuck me good and cook a little bit. <laughs> I, I'm a simple guy. So I didn't, I didn't give a shit. So everything's good with all that. Then I'm, I'm, I'm discussing, I like, we do a budget. So I'm discussing finances. Look, this is where we need to be. This is where we could get. Imagine, think about having no debt and money. Yeah. All good. All in favor. Look, direct deposit your check into this joint account. Yeah. It seems like a no brainer. And the pushback I was getting, I just couldn't understand. It doesn't it. make any sense. For I, I couldn't. Like, cause so me and my girlfriend are moving in together in Correct. a few months, mm-hmm. and we've already talked about those finances, and we talked about you know we're gonna have a joint account, and a percentage of her check is gonna go into that account, and a percentage of mine, not a dollar amount because we make different amounts. Of course, right now, sure, even, whatever, whatever I have coming in, mm-hmm. a percentage of that is gonna go into the joint account. We'll have a savings. Now, when is this? Have, when is this taking place? May seventh. It's the, the May seventh is all in. May seventh. I've notified my apartment complex. Broke the lease. Broke the lease. It's happening. I'm talking about when is the money thing happening? Oh, I'm thinking when we the month we move in. That's a level of detail that we haven't got to. That's important. It is. Now that I think about it, but either way, mm-hmm. we've already agreed to join. Have that joint finance account to cover expenses for the home. Mm-hmm. She'll have her personal save. I mean, her personal account. I'll have my personal account. Will saved. you have access to it? To hers? Yeah. No, I don't want access to it. She okay. won't have access to mine. I got you. Because I don't want to have to answer questions about anything I want to do with your money. With a personal may, maybe of money. maybe that's what it was. But I have access to hers. Well, except for one account, she has access to all of mine. I just couldn't figure out what was the pushback with joining the accounts together. Yeah, I, I couldn't figure it out. You want to answer? I, I just in. Why did you not want to join? Hold, hold on, I was talking to the mic. So okay. my my wife is my wife is here, and the question is, uh, why did you or why were you so hesitant about uh, joining our accounts together? It 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 shouldn't matter because we're we're budgeting anything. What's one extra day? For what to spend? That's all I was saying. It's it 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 makes absolutely no sense. No, it's like when we were in CIAA. I got paid that day because Bank of America gives you your money immediately. But. But who gives a shit? We had money already. To, that's what I'm saying. Too, I I needed my money. But if you had money, just what the in fuck? Account, like what? It, it doesn't make any sense. It sounds like your wife is coming from a place of poverty. <laughs> you are not. She's like, I need all of my money right now. I need to know where it's going. But listen to what I'm saying. If together, I, and I, I just said, hey, when we talked about this, I had significantly more money than you. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. But conjoining it, we have more together. It went from I have more than, than you to we have this together. It may have been that fear of being solely dependent on you in some senses. But Even- that ain't stopping when I'm paying the bills. <laughs> exactly. That's my whole point. When the deposit comes in, I write a check. 
some of it. <laughs> we're not going into the we're, we're, specific. We're not, we're not going into the specific. Joining a household, I, I, I've never done it before. I yeah. have never lived with a significant other. I haven't had a roommate so, since 2011. So this is going to be, this is, I mean, it's been five years. So this is going to be new. Yeah. And I, I told you, I'm more concerned about Cuddy than I am about you. Right. Because it's different. It is different when you're at home together, when you're living together and you're working, quote unquote, a part time schedule. Mm -hmm. She's working a full time schedule. Right. She leaves. See you. She comes back and see you. It's like, God damn, I'm busting my ass today. Mm -hmm. That's different. I'm more concerned about her. Yeah. See, I don't think that's true. And then there's a part about who I am that you don't understand. I got you. So there is a part of me that if I'm living in a household and we're living together, there will never be, and there hasn't been, a time where I will not contribute what she's contributing. Whether I have to, like right now, I may be in the house, but she knows I'm either editing videos, sure. I do video editing, I'm either, you know, writing some articles. You'll be playing your role. I mean, yeah. not, not, I don't want to say I'm doing like that. something to earn income. Exactly. Like, there's never going to be a time where I'm like, hey, I need to borrow $5 from you because I ain't got no gas in my car. That is never going to happen. You can ask me for $5. I wouldn't ask. I don't ask. I rarely ask anybody for money. Really? You wouldn't ask? You don't have a friend that you could ask for money? I have lots of friends who could and who offer, but just the way my pride and ego, it's something I'm working on. I don't like to accept that help. So I'll either make a way to make it happen or just make do until it can't happen. Sure. But when we're living together, she, and she gets frustrated with that in our relationship now where she'll be like, let me help you. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm fine. And so it's a thing where I have to learn to accept help from somebody who is loving. But as we live together, there will never be a time where she's, I'm like, Hey, I ain't got, you know, the half of the mortgage. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, that's not going to happen. Yeah. So, okay. Well, you got to accept the help. Okay. <laughs> but I'm, I'm working on it. You got to accept the help. I'm um, working on it. I don't think I've, re- I remember uh, Scoot and I, it was a period of time where we just like constantly borrowed money from each other. Mm-hmm. But I know the character of Scoot, so I'll give it to him in a heartbeat. Yeah, I, I, I knew. People, I pay it back all the time. I knew time. it was circling back. I mean, if I needed some money right now, I got one person that I could call and he would wire the funds yeah. immediately. No questions asked. No questions asked. Yeah. And if I got it back to him, cool. If I didn't, cool. I just, that bothers me too. I don't know. If, it's just because that's just never. Well, I don't lend money out. So if right. I'm, if I'm lending money, I would like for you to repay me. But if I'm going to give, if I'm going to lend you some money is with the idea that I'm not getting it back. And that is right. solely true. And I even. And my mom taught me that. Don't give anybody money that you can't afford to not get back. Yeah. I don't have a problem giving other people stuff. I have let people borrow money from me right now mm-hmm. and they know good and damn well I'm underemployed. But they will come to me and ask for something, and I'll give it to them, knowing that they'll give it back to me. Sure. And if they don't, I'm like, you know, I'll get, I'll get it from somewhere else, yeah. just because that's who I am. But the thing is, you can't give that way and not be able to ask. You know what I mean? It, it just, it's, it comes a, it's like a hypocrite, hypocrite yeah. thing. And it's okay to say no if you don't have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't have it. If you don't have it, I can't do it. You know, sometimes some people within my immediate family need stuff, and if it wasn't in Kind of my budget at the beginning of the month. Shit, you you gonna have to wait the next month to figure it out. Just pretend I didn't have it and uh, work it out that way. So, 
Uh, but I w- I'm rooting for you all. Well, thank you. I'm rooting for you all. Thank um, you. I'm trying to think when we, I think, I think the rockiest point um, of our relationship is kind of when we first started living together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wanted more. I, I kept my house clean. You get one more other person in here, well, shit. You know, the dish just gonna stay there mm-hmm. because I knew I made that that those dishes. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, when I saw extra dishes, I'm like, God damn, you know, I'm used to keeping this shit tight. Hmm. But I kept it tight for for the hoes, obviously. <laughs> don't no hoes want to come over a nasty ass house? Exactly. Don't no bitches want to come over no nasty house. So, um, but it, it, was, it was just an adjustment. And uh, even today, uh, I, I still think there are some, some struggles and, and things we need to uh, work on a little bit more. Um Along those lines. And yeah. There's and a lot of little you nuances. You throw a fucking kid in the mix. And my God. Just I don't know. F- forget about it. I was trying to help her put up the <laughs> check, the Connect it. Four, and she just knocked the box out of my hand. <laughs> yeah, was like, yeah, I'm not some, done playing. Sometimes you just, you, just let it, you just let it run its course. And then, you know, you're too tired to clean up after that. So. That's a whole nother I thing. I, um, it's been about three occasions where I've called you. Mm-hmm. And it's been three occasions where... You ignored my call, <laughs> but uh, and I know you ignored it. So How do you for know one, I sometimes I'm like, damn, am I getting on her nerves? I try not to bother you that much. How do you know I ignored your call? We're I'm on like, Facebook Live, by the way. I'm like, um, damn, what? I mean, this, I used to say, you know, oh, shell like a nigga, but I don't think you are. I think you know, I I will never go the nigger route with you mm-hmm. anymore. Because that that had that was horrible result. Oh, that one time. Yeah, that was yeah. that was horrible result. Yeah. So I, I I totally got that all the way out of my head. But I call you, you ignore my call. Oh shit, nigga, whatever. And then you'll text me. Yeah. So what's that? What's the? I've never understood the. And so many people screen calls now. Mm-hmm. And I'm always I like to talk on the phone. If somebody called me, I'm gonna answer. What's good? Sometimes I like to hear people's voice. I want to yeah. check up on them. I'm driving. I'm busy. I don't have time to text. It takes longer to hold a text conversation than a phone conversation. Mm-hmm. What's the deal with just answering saying, what's good or what's going on? Two minutes <laughs> as opposed to a 15-minute text conversation? Let me tell you something. I wish I had a, a more consistent answer for Okay. Me. But I just don't feel like talking sometimes. I don't. And it's like, I know it would be more efficient if I were to just answer. So much more efficient. But I don't feel like talking. And I think Jassy's is because she's around me all the time. Mm-hmm. My phone rings all day long. All day. All day. People are texting me all day long. I really, I literally pulled out an old Blackberry mm-hmm. out of my drawer just because I thought if I activate this phone, it's calls only. And I could just ignore those calls if I want to. I don't want text messages. I don't want any emails. I hmm. really want people to leave me alone. But that's just because that's where I am right now. Sometimes I only want to text. Then sometimes texting is annoying to me. I have no consistent answer for you. The only person I answer for, only people I answer for all the time are uh, Jazz, my mom, and my best friend that lives in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And normally, if my best friend, Crystal, because I have two of them, if she yeah. calls, then most of the time I'll answer, even if I don't feel like it. 
Because I know some, most times she has something to vent about. Sure. Because she, she's on the edge. If yeah. I don't answer, she about to just fucking yeah. go crazy. Yeah. So I normally answer for Crystal. But sometimes I just don't feel like talking. And see, for me, I get so many emails a day. I get so many emails just through the nature of my, my, my work. And then you get your text messages on top of that. Then you get other notifications on top of that. I I be I sometimes have phone fatigue, so to speak. Yeah, where I don't want to text, or I'll, I you know fuck. I saw the message. I, I'll text back when I'm ready. But if you call me, I'm gonna answer. We gonna talk it out real quick. Sometimes I don't want to do either, and I get like so. For me, I'll get frustrated. I'll be like, God, especially people who love to text. I'll just be like, man. This is about to take forever with my thumbs. Yeah. And especially when we tell them a long story, sure. I'd be like, it's, I have to do it from my Mac. If you have an iPhone and you want to know a long story, I'm going to get on a computer and I'm going to send it to you. That's ridiculous. I don't even like being on the internet on my phone. I'm just kind of old in that sense. If it's something like a link, like you sent me a link for the club party, mm-hmm. I had to copy and paste that to my email and I went on the computer to do it. <laughs> you, know, you know your phone has internet capability. It's frustrating to me to do stuff with my thumbs on my phone. Like I remember it was an episode of the boondocks and they called it nigga technology which is anything you can do with your thumbs ah, and hilarious. i was like i don't want to i don't want to be a part of this but no sometimes i just don't feel like being bothered if you can the thing is if you would pop up at my house i'd be like good this is great let's just talk in person but <laughs> hey, these people i mean it is what it is so i i don't even i'd be like fuck it you know i don't even talk to you no more during the day so <laughs> <laughs> sometimes then you'll text me you'd be like i'm done talking to you yeah because i'd be through like so, I don't know. Sometimes if we're texting, I want to. I I just want to. Okay, I got my thought out. You gave me an answer. That's it. Texting you is like the worst thing I could <laughs> ever do. That's why I just prefer. Just I answer the phone for you more than I ignore going. you because if I try to text and communicate with you, it is like talking to someone who speaks a different language. Like, and I what just is be going like, on? how can he not understand what? I, I don't know any other way to make this clear. You, Jazz said this too. Being around you more, uh-huh. and I would say we have grown closer as friends, sure. has taught me so much about men. I have, I grew up with my father uh-huh. in the house. I have a brother. But I just be like, this is so interesting. Yeah. It's like talking to another <laughs> species. I just be like, what is he talking about? And I'm sure you're looking at me like, what is she yes, talking I about? Yes, I do. Like the other day, you, what the? F- I just wanted you we, to know what, what we were talking no, now I'm confused. So I gotta call you. Just tell me what's and going on. I took on. the heaviest side of oh my, my answer. I might have had God, a tantrum. It was the most irrelevant conversation uh, that you text, and I was I just okay. wanted you to know. <laughs> I was trying to have open lines of communication. Okay, I'm like some shit you can keep. See, like te- now I gotta read that shit and try to understand. Just See, that's call the difference me. between dating men and women. Women, we just want to communicate stuff. Not for any purpose. That's why I tried to tell them. As soon as we got on the phone, I was like, there's nothing you need to act on. That's the one <laughs> thing I learned from Steve Harvey. Men, like, if I don't need to do something, don't tell me about it. Yeah. That's, that's why the first thing I said was, there's nothing for you to act on. And, Outside of that, forget Steve Harvey. I don't care anything about and it. And that's exactly what I was getting at. Because then when you said that, well, what? why the fuck did you text me? I'm like, I just wanted you to know. <laughs> just wanted to share this conversation like, with so you. I was so pointless. I don't, I'm not a busy guy. I mean, I got a lot going on. and this, I think this was during the day. So I'm, I'm kind of focused on a couple things, like during the day. Uh, and I thought we was all good to go. And then you text me this. and Just wanted you to know. 
I have a lot of shit going on. A bunch of miscellaneous. My life is filled with miscellaneous shit. It's either I. Anytime I'm not, I haven't been bored since 2009. I got. So you. anytime I'm not doing something, I'm like, I should be reading a book. If I'm reading a book, I'm like, I got to do stuff for the podcast. I'm not doing yeah. stuff for the podcast. I'm like, I need to find a job. Yeah, I, <laughs> so, I, I, I totally, I totally get it. I totally agree with you. Understand? All I'm saying, if you're gonna text me, just, just be precise and make it clear. I thought it was clear. <laughs> Help me understand, because I, I can't take not understand. Yep. That's why I just said disregard. I yeah, didn't feel I, like texting you I, anymore, and I didn't want to call. I you. feel like I need to know the facts. I need to know everything around the the content of the message. So, uh, anyway, that's that. Um, that was a long conversation. I hope people hope you still tuned in. <laughs> I think that's relatable though, because some I people don't so. like to text. Some people rather talk on the phone. And sometimes I don't feel like either. So, um, just kind of uh, staying on task with like talking and shit. I'm a very sociable guy. Like, I, you know, if somebody wants to, I'm sociable to the standpoint where if I do something, I want people around to enjoy it with mm-hmm. me. You kind of get what I'm yeah. saying? Like, if we going out to eat or we go to have a drink, I want other people around me to enjoy the drink with me. Mm-hmm. And I think I really get that from my father. My, my, my dad is the type where he meets no strangers type of this. Very friendly guy. Mm-hmm. Um. So he goes to this church and um, one of the, I guess, the second ministers, junior minister, junior pastor, whatever the case. So many levels in the church. So many levels. Same age as I am. (laughs) He's a big Kobe fan, just like me. Mm -hmm. So my dad goes, you and my son got to become friends. (laughs) So so you got the pastor and then you got me. And so my dad was telling me about the conversation. He loves Kobe. He just turned 31. He's married, got a kid, all this other stuff. So he goes, okay, well, let me pull him up on Facebook. Mm. Wait a minute. Oh, Wait a minute. I ain't that saved. <laughs> <So> I'm, trying, <laughs> trying, I'm trying to tell my dad, listen, listen, <laughs> I, I understand. I want to be his friend too, but look, Whoa, there. <laughs> look, let me, you know, the good thing is, I'm not by Aaron Binion on Facebook. Okay. So there uh, was a... I'm just on Ace Boom. Had so a little hiccup. It's a filter there. <laughs> it's definitely a filter. And Lord, I'm, I'm so grateful because I didn't want the pastor to judge me, even though he's very down to earth and very yeah. cool. But some of the shit I say in post, you know, if you don't know me, you You're can like, be, this guy's crazy. This nigga here. So, and then that could have came... Full circle back to my dad, and they could have looked at my like look at your uh, dad, this, this like your son, like you know what I mean. So, I just thought that was very no. Awkward. Every time before I let anyone be my friend on any form of social media, mm-hmm. I go back and look at it almost like objectively, like I don't know me, as if hmm. I'm a, another person looking at my page. So hmm. I get friend requests. Wait a minute, I thought your your profile's not open on Facebook. Oh, oh yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, on Facebook it's. You, it's like a lot of stuff. You can only see certain things if you're oh, okay. my friend. Okay. But even on Instagram, when new people follow me, and I wish it could be private. I only opened it because of the podcast. Okay. But when new people go to follow me, I'm like, oh, God, let me see what I'm posting. And right now, you really? see, yeah, I, I do that. I know I'm not the only one. I look at my page as if I don't know me. And I just be like, okay, what, what would I think about me? Okay, she smokes hookah. She likes sneakers. She goes out a lot, but she reads books sometimes. Okay, I'm okay with that image. But if it's a bunch of like 
like for Black History Month, mm-hmm. I came off real militant. So if you were to just look at me in February, you're like, man, she's so black. She's just blackity black. I like to look and see what people are going to get when they're on my page. Right now, it's a lot of hand and apple juice. It's a lot of hand it's and apple juice. It's a lot of that. A I lot. Of, I think I'm going to go back and delete something. I'm going to be that person. No, nah, don't do that. No. Don't do that. Okay. No, nah, man. You, you want people to, to see the history. and I'm looking at mine right now. It's just a lot of hand and apple juice. A lot of my daughter. I got a couple holes on here. Stuff about DJing. Got my wife. Normal man stuff, it sounds like. See, yeah, people are saying on the shit. live feed that they do that too. They do what? Uh, look at their profile. They really? They don't know themselves. Hmm. You've never done that. No, nigga, like, what the fuck? And see, I wouldn't be concerned about Facebook. I'm, I have, like, very, I think I said this before, zoned social media stuff. Mm-hmm. Snapchat is kind of reckless. My, because it leaves. Yeah. Instagram is mild. You know, it's nothing too crazy. I'd let you know that I'm that I read books. I'm in school. Yeah. Facebook is very I read books. I have thoughts. That's it. See, my Facebook is tied to my um I mean, my IG is tied to my Facebook. So I hit them both. I commit. Yeah, no. Every picture I commit. Yeah, I, I go all you go in. everywhere. I get I it on Twitter. <laughs> I get it on Instagram. I get a notification on Tumblr. I'd be like, this yeah, man nigga, just put this everywhere. I, I go all in. I commit to every picture. Mm-mm, no, I don't Twitter, I used to be very reckless. Yeah. I think I, we all were. I, I, don't, I don't tweet We didn't really much. understand the concept of a digital footprint. <laughs> nigga. I go back and look at the stuff I said. I'd be like, wow. Nigga. Like, even right now. So my Facebook is zoned. Mm-hmm. But I'm doing this Facebook live from my phone. Sure. So I'm saying things that my normal Facebook audience would not ah, have. If, I got not be saying. privy. Too. I got what you're saying. Your mom is on here. Really, Mrs. J. Cuddy? Yeah. What's up, Miss J. Cuddy? Facebook, Facebook Live. That's crazy. Hey, um, so today, are you, do you know who Aaron Andrews is? No, who's that? Okay, so Aaron Andrews is this, this very pretty uh, sports reporter, mm-hmm. and she also is on Dancing with the Stars. Okay. So in 2009. Uh, a guy kind of rigged a peephole and recorded her like naked, nude. The video's like three minutes. So this is a while back, right? It happened in two thousand nine. The trial happened this mm-hmm. year. I remember that today. What happened? She settled. No, she won the suit today for fifty five million dollars. Jesus, because this man recorded her nude for three minutes. And put it online. $55 million. $55 million. Let me give you some context. Our average wrongful death lawsuit is $3 million. Mm. She won $55 million because she was nude for three minutes. And since becoming, since that video posted, her career is skyrocketed. So the first thing I thought was, I got to get my wife on on the on the camera. <laughs> if we can, if we can get a meal, nigga, I'm sure she'll get naked for a meal. You know what I mean? In a heartbeat. So the bigger issue is this: you got a beautiful white lady, mm-hmm. and I I'm I'm a firm believer in the justice system. Yeah, I think it's there for a purpose. And I, I think nine times out of ten, it it goes in the right direction. There's our there's cases that which we're all aware of mm-hmm. where shits get fucked up. Yeah. And obviously those are major cases. But 
I'm a firm believer in the justice system. Long story short. So she won $55 million. $55 million. Because somebody filmed her for two and a half to three minutes naked. She was doing her hair. And she looks good naked now. All she was doing was doing her hair. $55 million. Do you think, and I hate to say this, I hate to say this because I, I never like crossing the racial barrier, but for, do you think it's because she's white? Well, let me answer my own question first, then I'll let you go. Okay. I think because of her status as a very pretty um, sp- sports reporter in a male-dominated industry mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who was very good at what she did, um... I think that played a, a huge part. She was already in a very high-level testosterone type of industry. Right. Very pretty female making it happen. And for now this to happen, you know, you kind of got to make an example out of somebody else. But my goodness, $55 million for three minutes of footage in comparison to a wrongful death lawsuit where the average payout is $3 million. That's tough to swallow. So, I that's tough like, to swallow. I get it, like on, that. It, okay, it's an invasion of privacy, and I don't want to like diminish it. Like, oh, it was three minutes naked, whatever. I get I it. I totally agree. I'm it's totally about huge, that. Right. It's a huge invasion of privacy, but at the same time, I also know how America capes for white women. Like, if you look at Taylor Swift with that Kanye shit, her career went from being a country singer, oh, to amazing, to a pop star out of this world exactly so when he says i made that bitch famous it's a piece of me that's uh, you, yeah you kind of did because she, people forget she was a country singer yeah. first then she's it like catapulted she took advantage so of I that know crowd. How we we cape for white women i just i can't imagine in this world that had that happened to a black woman and i know our conversations aren't the same on this but it sounds like they're kind of and i have a racialized discourse so anytime Which something I happens i know i go to you know what? So I'm thinking, had this been a black woman, would it have been the same outpour? Because we're kind of used to seeing black women hypersexualized. Do you know Lisa Salters? No, I don't. Who is like? Oh, what about what about language? Pam Oliver? Yes, with the bad, with the bad, <laughs> the bad, with the bad weed. So wait, ain't no, wait a minute. I, I shouldn't even did it. Ain't nobody paying Pam fifty five. <laughs> nah, ain't nobody. Think, ain't nobody trying to upload the video. I don't think it, if any black woman was seen in that sense and through that lens, black, Hispanic, any other hypersexualized group of women, I don't think they would have had a $55 million payout. It's because, to your point, she's already in this male-dominated industry. I think that played a major role. And people are like, we got to protect her, we got to protect her. I think that played a major role. And so then she gets violated, and it's like, 55. You know, when people go to, are falsely imprisoned, they get that money. I was going to, it's like 30,000 a year or some shit. I was going to say that. $55 million. Yeah. It's like, but you know, the, the black feminist in me is trying to be like, okay, she's a woman. She was violated. I don't know if you could put a cost on those things, but $55 million. Kim Kardashian is throwing her vagina around, but not for free because she's getting money off of it. Huge but she's money. she's putting her white body out there for you to see. But then she's this woman was violated. I don't goodness. know. That's tough. Mm. I, I I'm not mad at the lawsuit because I, I definitely think invasion of privacy is huge. Yeah. You know, if you're in the, the, the confines of a hotel room, you expect a level of security there. I'm not mad at that at all. 
I'm more dis. I guess, and I shouldn't be doing this because every case is the same. Yeah, every case is different. I mean, I'm about to say. So it's the same thing with Vic going to Michael Vic going to jail for dogs as opposed to someone getting off for murder. Right. Every case is is totally different. But in my head, I'm I'm just going off context. Fifty five million for invasion of privacy, as opposed to three million for a wrongful death lawsuit. The shit shouldn't even compare. It shouldn't compare. It's like I was watching a documentary the other day, and this uh, site where it's called like myex.com, mm-hmm. where you break up with a girl, you can post your nude pictures of her on this website. Yeah, didn't they get sued or something? Yeah, you got sued, but the dude got, I think, six months in jail. She, and her privacy was invaded in the same way, she, except for, you know, she yeah. sent those to somebody that she loved. He posted them on like, maybe five websites they mm. took from there and it went viral or whatever. I'm thinking that's an invasion. That's a huge invasion. No one, she didn't get 55 million. Then you said this lady's career hasn't even suffered. It has oh, improved. It, it, it's drastically improved. Endorsement deals out the yin yang. Over 17 million people have viewed the video. Oh, it's, I guess. I looked at it again the other day. I mean, It's she, not down. Like when stuff like that, you just can't nah, pull it you, out you of can't anywhere. Just pull it out. They would say on the, on that documentary that you had to hire a hacker uh, from the black market to to pull it off. Yeah, to the like, black mar- the black market is, is so is so scary because that's where the niggas can do anything at. Yeah, that's who the government need to hire to break um Sanjay phone. The what's my man name? What's the what, they can't break that nigga phone for shit. I hate you. <laughs> they got, got Sanjay phone all fucked up, nigga. And and uh, what's what's the president of Apple name? Tim Cook. Yeah. Tim Cook won't break it because he said, "I get what he's saying. It's a slippery slope." Yeah. So it just I'm, becomes a thing. Yeah, I'm not doing There's it. There's a hacker that'll do it. Oh, you you pay the right price on the black market. I guarantee a nigga a nigga has Sanjay all fucked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> shit, but it's all good, man. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And you had a couple things you want to yeah, talk about. Yeah, well, it's one thing I want to talk about. Okay. So, you know, you have friends. And it's difficult to tell. I think. <laughs> yeah, you know, we all have friends. Sure. It's difficult to tell people things sometimes. Like we talked about in one of the episodes, you and your wife were out at dinner. And the lady had lipstick on her teeth. And you wanted your wife to say something. And she wasn't shit. That's a small level. But are there certain things that you would find extremely difficult to tell a friend example Go for say it. your friend your you best put a little friend, music behind us. thank you your best friend starts dating a girl this girl no before you even know anything about her he is like in love with her they talking about moving in together he telling you how good the sex is oh my god then you get word that this girl has herpes mm-hmm like she has a gift you can't give back Mm -hmm. whatever that may be for her you tell your best friend this who's madly in love and you know he done slept with her already yeah you You tell him yeah okay would that be difficult for you to tell um if this is my best friend you let him know okay what if it's not a best friend what if somebody who's in your friend circle um yeah you let them know yourself and not through somebody else okay what if you had a friend then who say Everybody knew this. They mm-hmm. just had habitually funky ass breath. Do you tell that friend? Like this has been like years. Uh, everybody like knows bad breath. Yeah, 
everybody. Like how knows. bad? Like I mean, is it like your farts bad? Yeah. Yes. So bad. Coming out the mouth. Oh God. And it's not a one-time thing, because you know maybe you just ate something, you smell like onions. This is like it smells like, like shit. And this is my best friend that breath stink. Yeah, let's. I'd like to go with levels, because there's some things I tell my best friend that I sure, wouldn't tell sure, someone sure. like maybe in my friend circle. It's I think, a difficult I think, conversation. I think the breath is more difficult because, than the herpes. Yeah. Let's talk. I about think it. the breath because. One is more sincere, mm-hmm. and another nigga could be like, "Man, my motherfucking breath don't stink," and just deny it, and just deny it. But so I don't know, cause stink breath, man. You know my big thing about about scent or hygiene. Um, you gotta let them know, but it, know it's a way to let them know. How? Let's have the conversation with me. Okay, and you're a good friend, not best friend, right? Yeah, I'm good friend. Yo, fire! What's good? So, I, don't take Hi. this. <laughs> How are you? I'm I'm good. So don't don't take this the wrong way. I, I like everything about you, but there's certain things that I think you could improve. Okay, like like what? You mean like my on air voice? Nah, I, I think I think that's cool. Uh, I think we're all a work in progress. I'm more from a hygiene perspective. At mm. times, it becomes more difficult to talk in front of you or to listen to you talk because of the odor of your breath. So, I mean, if it's, I don't know what it is. I've seen other people who've been in similar situations. They just went and got a good thorough cleaning from the dentist. And it cleared up? And it cleared up. That How could long be the case. has my breath been smelling like this? It, it's been a while. I, I was trying to make sure it was consistent. I was trying to make sure I wanted to tell you. That's how I would go about it. Okay, that's pretty good. That's how you got to. I don't think I would. I get really uncomfortable telling people shit like that. You can't just say my your breath smell like shit. No, I wouldn't say that. But sometimes, I don't know what I would say. I think that was very good. For example, if you all stay with a group of girls, you go to the bathroom after a girl and you smell something. That has happened before. And I'm thinking, maybe she's just having an off day. Maybe her pH is a little off. But then it happens repeatedly. I'm thinking... Oh, man. Like, that's just not a conversation I'm going to have with anybody. I'm not going to tell a friend. You wouldn't tell a friend that it stinks when when you got in the bathroom? I, I, not, no, no. Not I, that type of stink. You'd be like, God, it smells like shit in here if somebody took a dump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because. That's normal. Yeah, that's, you know. But I'm not going to tell you that your vagina smells. And I'm not going to tell you that your breath smells like shit habitually. I I am not good at conversations like that. There's some people who that, don't care. That odor thing just gets to me. Yeah. Like smell, you, if nothing else, you know, take a bath with body wash. Yeah, I'm not doing and, it. And, and, and smell good. What if your friend, this is another thing, difficult conversations with friends. Your friend is dating somebody mm-hmm. and they about to get married. So this person's been around for a while, but you've always been on the fence about this person. Mm-hmm. Now they're about to marry this person. Do you tell them? Like, I've had a friend. And I'm not going to call it a friend. I've had someone close to me who mm-hmm. married someone. And I thought, oh, I don't I don't think this is the right thing for you to do. Oh, you got to tell them. You got to tell them. You, and now you, they're divorced. You got to tell them. You and have, I'm like. You got, as a friend, you have to express your thoughts on their relationship. But you got to do it in a way where it's very sincere. 
But what? Whether they listen to you or they don't. I've just had so many experiences where you try to tell any woman about her man and the friendship falls apart. And that would have to be a risk that I would be willing to take. But what are you telling? It's different. What are you what are you well, saying? I just don't think that maybe so I don't want to go into specifics of that situation, but maybe I, w- I wouldn't go to anyone about rumors like that. I heard that maybe he w- yeah, I wouldn't yeah. do that because so, I would have to see. So him I need in you're not giving me no, 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 no context. Yeah, what are I you just saying? Think it, was a, it wasn't a good time. Like maybe she wasn't ready to be committed, but she did it anyway. Maybe they were rushing into it. It was too soon. There were other things that I saw that it made them very incompatible. So it was, it was on her as much as it was your dislike yeah, it for was him. Just, yeah, it, it wasn't even it. that I just disliked him. It was just that I just don't think y'all are as compatible as maybe you think you, you are. Got, you got to say it. And whether they move forward with it, you that, that pressure is off your shoulder. I think women have to be willing to lose that friendship. Because I know I've seen friendships just completely fall apart from someone trying to be looking out for someone and it just be taken completely the wrong way or just just get defensive and they were like well this is my fiance i'm not about to stop the paperwork on the wedding now so it's not your job to stop it yeah it's your job to to make your opinion to make them aware so you're not really offering your opinion but yeah but so now you you gotta make them aware she knows that you're not really with it or now that y'all married, you go around him, and she like this. She ain't want me to really marry him. It's, I think it's, it's all about the way you deliver the message. Yeah, you you got to make the person aware. I think women hey, are pettier than you're thinking they are, because I don't think it. I'm would be thinking more so from niggas' perspective. Yeah. I'm thinking about specific examples. Hey, bruh, I I, I support you and the idea of marriage. Mm-hmm. Real conversation. I support you in the idea of marriage. And I think it's going to be a dope thing. But I don't think this is it right now. Mm-hmm. I think you need to figure it out a little bit more before y'all all the way commit. Hmm. I don't know why you're you're going, you're rushing into this. I think if you, if you can hang off a little bit just to make sure this is really what you want to do. Fuck all the money that was already spent. That's sunk cost. Money spent is money spent. No matter, no matter what like you plan to get. They send out invitations, and you've had this conversation. Yeah, yeah. Niggas knew the wedding was coming. Fuck all of that. Just think this through. Save yourself the, save yourself the heartbreak later on down the road. If you feel the same way now, hmm. it's nothing against her. It's nothing against you. But obviously, if you guys have been going through this much, getting to this date, mm-hmm. what makes you think? After this date, everything is going to change. Did they take heed to some real shit? They didn't. But he was accepted of what I had. And it was, man, I appreciate you. Um, I've, I've thought about this a lot. And I think this is this is what I want to do. And my thing was, I love you regardless, bruh. Let's make it the most. I'm going to support you regardless. And anytime I'll be there for you. And the, I never said anything else to him about it. Even when they were going through their situation... Never said anything. I told you I never did that. Yeah, no. Never did that. I mean, that's a friend. Yeah. I don't, I just, having had, not on a marriage level, but on a boyfriend, girlfriend level, having had that conversation with girls before, it doesn't play out. But how old? I mean, are we, we got to think about the level of maturity. Because, I mean, I haven't, the thing is, the trauma that was endured from telling someone in my mid to early 20s, at this point, I just think, you know, I don't know nothing about their relationship. Sure. I only see what I see when I'm in public. I got you. When they are alone in the house together, I don't know what they have going on. So let me just mind my business and leave it alone. 
And just because I have never wanted to, but I think you would have to seriously be willing to lose the friendship. I agree. I, I've said I've been in situations where I say, "Hey, nigga, this shit ain't gonna work." Mm-hmm. And everybody be like, "Tell me if you think yeah. that she's not the one. Just tell me." Yeah, I, I didn't. I think I didn't said it to both him and her. Oh, nigga, nigga, this shit ain't gonna work. Yeah. This, this ain't it. I mean, obviously, I think a piece of it was. I just didn't see how it was going to work. But, hey, they end up being together for a minute, like a super minute. So, I I, I mean, I was wrong. I offered my opinion, yeah. um, which probably wasn't justified. I think I was just doing it more in conversation or not a one-on-one basis. Mm-hmm. It could have been like, oh, they date? Oh, that shit. That shit is going to be horrible. Gotcha. It could That's I think that's that's how that piece went. But mm. the other thing was, bruh, you know, let's go grab a beer. Let's, 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 let's talk it talk. through. So. Hmm. I don't know, man. It's been a very dope show. We got social media follow um, right now, and then we're going to wrap it up. Five, what you got? All right. So my IG follow of uh-oh, lost the mic for me. My man. IG follow of the week is one more. So if you went to Georgia Southern or maybe even Savannah State, you know Juan. And I just remember when I first got to Georgia Southern, I saw Juan shimmying on the roof of a bar, <laughs> and I was like, this this man is wild. But now, oh, Kappa? Yeah. But now to see who he has grown into and everything he's doing with Project Inspire, and I think now he's branching off and he has this other thing. He has like a clothing line that he's doing called Kings, doing a lot to empower young, empower young men. I just think, wow. And I just want to shout him out, especially all the men over at Project Inspire. Project Inspire, super dope. Super dope. Like, I, just I just know just bits so and pieces important. of it. Yeah, it's so important. And what they're doing, I think, is awesome. So shout out to you, Juan Mo. Instagram is Juan, J-U-A-N-C-M-O-O-R-E. So Juan C. Moore is the name. We call him Juan Mo. The other person that I have is another guy. He's mm-hmm. actually my tattoo artist. I want to shout him out. It's not the small business shout out, but he's a dope person and he does a good job. He's over at City of Ink. Ricky Havoc. He is, um, name is R-I-C-K-Y-H-A-V-O-K. Ricky Havoc at City of Ink here in Atlanta. Dope guy, dope artist. Check him out. Big, big, big shout out to Ricky and Juan. We definitely appreciate you all and all that you do. And uh, we hope everything continues to prosper in your life. My social media fallout, uh, my social media shout out is a good friend of mine um, who I personally uh, just kind of seeing grow and uh, even just kind of based on our uh, our last conversation uh, a few weeks back. And I just think he, he's doing it, doing it big. Um, but my social media shout out goes to my dog, Reggie May and May Fitness. So this is kind of a small business shout out as well. Mm-hmm. But my nigga, my nigga made and got cut the fuck up. So I'm, I'm, I need to get one of them free workouts, but you can follow him at close call for that is k-l-o-s-e-k-a-l-l-4 so may fitness at reggie may um hit him up now for those good workouts um and you can see it in him um yeah that nigga's cut the the fuck up yeah 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 even on those workouts that you like how do people even think to do this so some dope shit so big shout out to Reggie May at Close Call 4. That's my only social media shout out. That's dope. Um, again, man, we want to give a big shout out to all our juicers, man. We appreciate y'all rocking with us. Uh, it's been two amazing and incredible weekends. And myself and I'm sure Fire Angela as well, we are very 
uh, humbled by the support. But we do want you all um, to tell a friend to tell a friend because we really wanted to spread the word of our podcast and try to make this into something special. I think we got something pretty good here. Yeah, leave us a review on iTunes and leave comments on SoundCloud, but specifically, specifically iTunes, rate us and leave a review. That is how we get you know, listed in the sure. podcast you may also like. Sure. So we need to be listed under the big ones that you listen to. Uh, so rate us, leave a comment, comment on our Instagram, our Facebook. We're everywhere. You can reach us. Twitter. Hit us up. Yep, yep. It's been a great show, man. We appreciate y'all rocking with us. We'll catch y'all next week. We post every Wednesday. Final mark. Yeah. For those of you who want to feel good, follow Miss.
Just mine. 